This podcast is an examination of the historical research of William Branham and his message cult following. William Branham was a minister in the gambling town of Jeffersonville, Indiana, just across the river from Louisville, Kentucky, as early as 1933. He came in contact with the Reverend Roy E. Davis, an official spokesperson for the 1915 Ku Klux Klan, and later Imperial Grand Dragon of the Ku Klux Klan. Davis introduced Branham to the Pentecostal faith and the art of faith healing, which would later be introduced into Branham's stage persona as he took his place among the evangelists in the post-World War II healing revival. Branham is credited by some as being a catalyst for the Latter Rain Movement and Jim Jones of People's Temple. This podcast is not sympathetic to the views of the Ku Klux Klan that William Branham held, but it is disturbing and warrants research. This podcast is an examination of that research. You can find more about this research and other topics on the website william-branham.org. Join us as we turn back the pages of time and examine the controversial issues of William Branham and his message. Towards the end of John chapter 10, Jesus confounds the Jews by using one of the scriptures from the Old Testament. It is a passage of scripture that was used in Jewish mysticism, later integrated into Gnosticism, and spread around the world through the more extreme sects of the Pentecostal movement. Those in the Branham movement will be familiar with the doctrine, which some sects within the message describe as their interpretation of the third pool. The Jews, ready to stone Jesus for his statements, making himself equal with God, asked Christ to make the statement once more. If you are the Christ, then tell us plainly, they cried out, attempting to place Jesus into a position of contempt among the people. His reply is one familiar within any of the religious cults created by the Pentecostal movement. I told you, and you believed not. The works that I do in my Father's name, they bear witness of me. But if ye believed me not, because ye are not of my sheep, as I said unto you. It's John 10, verses 25 through 26. But when Jesus said, I and the Father are one, the Jews picked up their stones to slay him. And Jesus, speaking to men familiar with this rising teaching of mysticism, quoted Psalms 82.6, I have said ye are gods, and all of your children of the Most High. If they were to stone him in accordance with Scripture, then they must also support him according to Scripture, and it's impossible to do both. As God was speaking to Moses, preparing him to speak on his behalf before Pharaoh, his words were, See, I have made thee a god to Pharaoh, and Aaron thy brother shall be thy prophet. That's Exodus 7, verse 1. Many men who lifted themselves into power under the name of Christianity used these scriptures to promote the idea that they are more filled with God than their followers. Often, quoted from the followers of William Branham, he was a man, but he was more than a man, 
We worship the God in the man. William Branham, taking his theology that's found in Kabbalah, twisted it even further. According to Branham, Moses was not only a god to Pharaoh, Moses was a god to the people. He says this in the sermon, The Unveiling of God. He said, Moses had to become God to the people. You say, oh, that's nonsense. Why, he told, he even told Moses himself, you'll be God and Aaron will be your prophet. See? So there he come. He had to veil himself because God is always behind a veil. Oh my, do you see it? And the whole congregation says, Amen. <clears throat> Branham continues, God is hid from the public. Said, Father, I thank you, and you've hid it from the wise and the prudent, and revealed it to babes, to them that wants to learn. See? That's in 1964, Sermon Index 0614M, The Unveiling of God. In Egyptian mythology, Pharaoh was believed to be deity, ascending to the stars and worshipped by the people. To Pharaoh, Moses was a god, representing the god of the Jews. But Moses was not God. He was the same flesh and blood as his brothers and sisters. Placed into his position by God, he was nothing more than a vessel that God chose to deliver his people. This Egyptian mythology entered Gnosticism through Simon the Magician and Marcus the Sorcerer from Memphis, Egypt. Mixed with Christianity, Gnostics believed that they would become gods and that they would have power over those that did not follow their mystic religion. Simon the Magician taught his people the third pull. There are sects within the Branham following that remain an extension to this Gnostic faith. While despised by many others in the Branham movement, they firmly believe that Branham's teaching, they firmly believe it that they will become gods not replacing the god of wrath that Branham promoted, but forming a polytheistic religion similar to that of Egypt, Babylon, Greece, Rome, and every other pagan religion throughout time. Branham started claiming that he could speak squirrels into existence and referenced those passages that promote the, the Gnostic teaching that we will become gods. 1965, he says this, there is one scripture that stumped me. Not if I say, but if you say. Not if Jesus said it, but if you say it yourself. This is Branham speaking. And he said, I thought I've somehow broke into that channel. And I know he's here because I'm almost beside myself. I thought I'll make this ridiculous. Sure enough. I said, there'll be a red squirrel. Come down from that hill, right down this way and right by me and go out and sit on that limb and look down there at that farmer. Here he come, down the hill, went that way and sat and looked at the farmer. And I shot him. That's Branham. 1965, 1127E is the sermon index. He also said this. It wasn't just the end of his sermons. He said this in the beginning, 1949. He said, Branham says, He made Moses a god to Pharaoh once, and he made you a God to the people. That's right. And you this morning are written epistles of God. Your lives are of God. 
and even carries the Holy Ghost. Look here, friends, don't let it pass. Just go let this be as some little mythical something. Will you do that? That's Branham, 1949, Sermon Index 49-1225. The Bible teaches us that there is but one God, and there is one mediator between God and man, Christ Jesus. While a Gnostic version of faith can pull scriptures out of context and seem like the Word of God, history reveals the evil produced by these new and different religions. While the more conservative sects of the Branham faith condemn the extremist groups, they do not realize that they are rebuking siblings from the same father. We are children of the King. Join heirs with Christ to a lost and dying world we are like God, inheriting eternal life through faith in Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. We have something that the world does not have and are to present ourselves as His messengers, pointing others to the gospel of Jesus Christ. We are sons and daughters of God. When you hear these men promoting doctrines from Jewish mysticism, God has given us the tool to test their teaching. His Word. Psalms 82 does tell us that we are like gods to the people, but it reminds us that we are not God. We are mortals designed to worship the one true God. The last two verses of the psalm sum it up quite nicely. Psalms 82. God has taken his place in the divine council. In the midst of the gods... He holds judgment. How long will you judge and unjustly show partiality to the wicked? Give justice to the weak and the fatherless. Maintain the right of the afflicted and destitute. Rescue the weak and needy. Deliver them from the hand of the wicked. They have neither knowledge nor understanding. They walk about in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are shaken. I said, you are, are God's sons of the Most High, all of you. Nevertheless, like men, you shall die, and fall like any prince. Arise, O God of the earth, for you shall inherit the nations. Thank you.